knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Welcome to King Decrees, a weekly podcast that brings the counsel of heaven from the courts of the king and causes it to be enforced on the earth. My name is Panmun Gabriel Le'an. In this episode, I'll be talking about true value. Matthew chapter 13 verse 44 says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. As many as human beings are, so vary the things they place value on. Some value other human beings, others value comfort, cars, houses, careers, property, fame, jewelry, money, power, success in different shades, privacy, food, wine, family, friendships, the list is endless. The degree to which value is placed on these things is the degree to which people apply themselves to acquire or achieve what is of the most value to them. On the flip side, when people lack what is called perceived value, there's the tendency for them to just remain docile and settle for whatever their present estate looks like. The story is given in Georges chapter 17 and verse 7 of a young Levite from Bethlehem, Judah, who went looking for a place and came to Micah's house on Mount Ephraim. Micah said unto him, Dwell with me, and I'll give thee ten shekels of silver by the year, and a suit of apparel, and thy victuals. So the Levite went in, and the Levite was content to dwell with the man. And the young man was unto him as one of his sons. And Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest. And was in the house of Micah. Then said Micah, Now I know that the Lord will do me good, seeing I have a Levite to my priest. Reading into chapter 18, the tribe of the Danites went to seek for their inheritance, came to Mount Ephraim, and they knew the voice of the young man, the Levite. They sought counsel of God through him to know if the way which they went will be prosperous. The priest said to them, Go in peace, the presence of the Lord be with you on your way. Their journey prospered, and they came to Micah's house to carry this young Levite. When these went into Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, the priest said to them, What are you doing? And they said to him, Be quiet, put your hand over your mouth, and come with us. Be a father and a priest to us. 
is it better for you to be a priest to the household of one man or that you be a priest to a tribe and a family in Israel? So the priest's heart was glad and he took the ephod and the household idols and the carved image and took his place among the people. The Spirit of the Lord says, the true value of his sons is about emerging and they are about to take their rightful place among the peoples and among the nations. People will come into alignments that will bring them out of a place where they had no value into the place of true value. There was a tag of 10 shekels a year that Micah placed on the young Levite, and he was content to live with that. Little was he aware that he was needed for the allocation of inheritances to entire tribes. The systems, people, and things that have buried true value in people's lives are about to be unveiled. Scriptures talking about the prodigal son in Luke 15 said, When he began to be in want, he went and joined himself with a citizen of that country who sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he still could not feed himself even with what the swine ate. When people begin to be in want, they begin to sell themselves cheap. They become blind to the true value that is hid within them. They make strangers, citizens of far countries, to place a price tag on them. The lost son was able to take that veil off when he came to himself and traced his value as connected with his father. Your true value can only be found through the one that put it there in the first place, your father. Esau was not as lucky as the prodigal son when he began to be in want. He despised his birthright for a morsel of food. He did not understand that his birthright had value beyond the present day situations he was experiencing. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 16 and 17 says, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. So the Spirit of God is calling back all prodigals, to the place of their true value. That you have not yet been destroyed says your true value is still hidden. It is still protected out of your sight, but within you, for you and for his glory. Scriptures say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, from verse 7 to 10, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God, and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, 
but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. We have to understand the processes involved in mining precious metals from within the earth to be able to appreciate some of the stuff that takes place in our lives. This passage says that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body. You see, your true value is the life of Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 verse 26 and 27 says, The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, I was talking about the process involved in mining precious metals from within the earth. Job captured it excellently in Job 28. It says, Surely there's a mine for silver and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the earth and copper is smelted from ore. Man puts an end to darkness and searches every recess for all in the darkness and the shadow of death. He breaks open a shaft away from people in places forgotten by feet. They hang far away from men. They swing to and fro. As for the earth, from it comes bread. But underneath it is turned up as by fire. Its stones are the source of sapphires and it contains gold dust. That path no bird knows, nor has the falcon's eye seen it. The proud lions have not trodden it, nor has the fierce lion passed over it. He puts his hand on the flint. He overturns the mountains at the roots. He cuts out channels in the rocks, and his eyes, his eye sees every precious thing. He dams up the streams from trickling. What is hidden he brings forth to light. But where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. The deep says, it is not in me, and the sea says, it is not with me. It cannot be purchased for gold, nor can silver be weighed for its price. It cannot be valued in the gold of Ophir, in precious onyx or sapphire. Neither gold nor crystal can equal it, nor can it be exchanged for jewelry of fine gold. No mention shall be made of coral or quartz, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia cannot equal it, nor can it be valued in pure gold. From where then does wisdom come? And where is the place of understanding? It is hidden from the eyes of all living and concealed from the birds of the air. Destruction and death say, We have heard a report about it with our ears. God understands its way and he knows its place. 
for he looks to the ends of the earth and sees under the whole heavens to establish a weight for the wind and apportion the waters by measure when he made a law for the rain and a path for the thunderbolt then he saw wisdom and declared it he prepared it indeed he searched it out and to man he said behold the fear of the lord that is wisdom and to depart from evil is understanding man has excavated the earth to the very depths to explore hidden treasures because he perceives their value god however says there is a treasure of higher value that man has not found it is called wisdom only he knows where it is found and it is found in the fear of the lord people have substituted money for the fear of the lord ecclesiastes 7 verse 12 says for wisdom is a defense as money is a defense but the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it your true value is in that which carries and gives life do not for 10 shekels a year be content to be a priest to one man your value is more than that jesus was sold for 30 pieces of silver isaiah 53 says we esteemed him not it is the price of a slave according to the law of moses in essence 30 shekels was a symbol of no value but his value was to give life to the whole of mankind joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver he was no value to his brothers but his true value was to save the lives of many job said but when he has tried me i shall come forth as gold first peter chapter 1 verse 7 said that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of jesus christ the pressures are for the revelation of jesus christ in your life that is the manifestation of your true value who has put a price tag on you to determine your value the lord says your true value your actual price tag is the spirit of wisdom at work in your life get ready wisdom is about to break out in the lives of the sons of god that is what makes you of very high value thank you for listening to this podcast and i look forward to having you on our next episode of King Decrees. God bless you.